I'm Tracy Rhodes, creator of Traces of Faith. Writing online since 2014, I've been swept up in the glorious and bottomless well of Capital C Church, the body of Christ, those believers who proclaim Jesus as divine king over, well, everything. With this weekly podcast, I want to connect all of us to the greater church. Whether you're a new believer or a seasoned one, Christian curious, or anywhere in between, I'm confident you'll be intrigued by what I've discovered in my spiritual wanderings. Let's talk church. Good morning. We're going to continue today with a podcast from an early blog post that I wrote. That post was called 10 Books on Faith That Changed Me. And we have gone through two already. This will be the third today. And these books showed me a Christianity that was so new and different. It was full of new to me things that were often ancient. (laughs) And also just blew the lid off of the box that I had put Christianity in. I thought everyone, I guess, around the world who was Christian did it exactly the same way as me. Um, If they were doing it right, if I'm honest, they were reading a devotional each day written by someone maybe from the 60s, but more likely even more current than that. And They were going to church two, three times a week. They were studying scripture, but it often was accompanied by a modern commentary or Bible study teacher. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with those things. I'm just saying there's so much more to Christianity, and I'm so thankful I've discovered that and taken that journey. Today's reading is from the book Found by Micah Boyette, and Micah is on Instagram. She also has a podcast and does an email newsletter entitled The Slow Way, and Micah grew up Southern Baptist, so I liked her right away. She grew up in Texas, and I found her work both familiar and further ahead in the journey than I was. In her book, Found, she talks about finding a lot of the new things that that I have found as well. She spent a lot of time um, examining St. Benedict. Um, she spent some time looking at things like liturgy and the church calendar and just talked about weaving all of that in with being a new mother, um, living away from her family, being married. At one point, they move across the country. So highly recommend um, this book. Really like Micah's writing style, and I've long hoped that someday she would write another book. The passage I'm going to read today is about the middle of the book, and she starts off writing a little bit about St. Benedict and then says that she is reading The Life and Miracles of St. Benedict. A biological, a biographical pamphlet of sorts written by St. Gregory in A.D. 593. 
Now, St. Gregory was a pope, and so she does mention that she feels like she only got the saintly part of St. Benedict and wishes she knew a little bit more about his humanity. I'm going to begin reading from here. As a faulty believer who is most drawn to St. Benedict's genuine understanding of human frailty, I read the semi-historical book with longing for the real Benedict to arrive and roll his eyes, beg us to ignore the wild stories being told of him. It's not that I doubt God used Benedict to accomplish miraculous things. It's simply the way they're told, as if Benedict had been supplied with a genetic mutation that allowed him to live above every dark thought, every physical longing, while simultaneously performing supernatural feats once a week. Gregory's book leaves me wishing for any hint, any revelation at all, that Benedict was actually human. The coffee drips from the funnel into the glass pitcher, and I turn my mind back to prayer. I retrieve my Bible from the next room and return to stand beside the coffee pot. I open the pages to Psalm 22 and whisper the words aloud. The psalmist starts this one angry. Why have you forsaken me? He begs for an answer to his disappointment in God. I understand that kind of disappointment. The dark, secret worry that maybe the God you love doesn't really love you. Or maybe the God you love isn't even real at all. I pray the words. They unsettle me. Then there's a turnaround, a conversion from anger to trust. What changes for the speaker? How does he move from disgust with God to, you are my strength, come quick to help me? The coffee stops dripping. I pull out my mug and fill it. I tend to label doubt and belief as opposites. If I doubt God's goodness, I tell myself I'm a disaster. And if I feel God's presence, I sigh my relief. But part of what draws me to St. Benedict's rule is the possibility that there is room for both at the same time, the doubt and the belief, the disappointment and the acceptance. I take my coffee to the living room, click on the lamp, course. That's why I've been so annoyed with Gregory's version of Benedict. I was hoping for a Benedict who could hold all our complexities. I don't want a saint. I want a psalmist. That's all for today. Again, it's Tracy Rhodes. You can find me online at my blog, tracesoffaith.com. My social media handles, Twitter is Traces of Faith, Facebook and Instagram, Traces of Faith blog. Take care until next time.